Hello! Welcome back to the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. It is I, as always, the leader, the king, the, um, I don't know, the, uh, the Mao Zedong of this podcast. The Sultan of Swats. The, the, the Tolton of Twat. And I'm your mere popper, Spencer Calendar. Yay! I'm back at 100%. That flu knocked my ass out for a good 14 days. Oh, sorry, audience. I may or may not have said that you got gonorrhea mixed with uh, the Black Plague, and we're never coming back to the podcast. I told the audience nothing but the truth of where you were in all of your absences. <laughs> I thought it was true. <laughs> You're gone one week, and I'm like, he's dead. I'm gone for three months. Like, I'm really worried about the guy. I hope he, uh, hope he makes uh, it. I think I said you were curing blindness in Tibet with gay sex. I did it, but it was in Tijuana with... Uh, gay sex. Ah, uh, I see. You can't mess with. Uh, if you go to Mexico, you got to go deep. I don't know. You you, you, you go twenty minutes into Tijuana and you're deep. No, I'm saying you got to go past. Like you got to leapfrog the border cities. You gotta, I don't know. You you leave you La Revolution to... Boulevard and <laughs> you're deep in Mexico. I don't care. Even if you're only ten miles, you're gonna from end San up in Diego. like uh, like you know, like, okay, like uh, you know, real stabby town. But you go. I feel like you go to Mexico City. You go to Acapulco. When I got uh, arrested in Mexico, I was pretty deep. I was in San Felipe. That was a six-hour yeah. drive from the border. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, three days in jail, baby. And they arrest you just on fucking pure suspicion. Like, what, what the fuck are you doing? No, I got arrested for fighting, but what I thought they would let me pass, I was fighting another white guy. They just assume you're doing some point-break shit? Yeah, <laughs> being a cop and infiltrating. <laughs> infiltrating a surf bank robbery No crew. one that looks like you should be in San Felipe since what? the conquistadors. Yeah, well... <laughs> I have been fucked with a lot. I got extorted there, and I got arrested there. No, that's no fun. And, uh, yeah. No. The, uh, the arrest was fun. The extortion was not fun. How was Mexican jail? It was absolutely disgusting, but I had a really good time. <laughs> um, way better than my experiences in American jail, that's for sure. Um, we got illicit. This one gangster guy with L.A. tattooed on his face had uh, got in, illicit drugs in jail, which was cool. Mm -hmm. And I had a good time. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, this is hats off, gloves off. Hats off to those who deserve it. Gloves off to those who deserve it. Pats on the back and pats on the fanny. Follow us on Instagram at Mitchell Phillip, at Robot Spencer, at Beam Jeremy, Super Producer Jeremy Beam, at Hogo Pod, for sure, first and foremost, last and foremost. Um, get at us with comments, suggestions, uh, stories, uh, or good old fashioned hate mail. Or single pot uh, recipes. Or um, phone numbers for single mothers. Um, sure. I'm, I'm trying to go old school. I'm going to be one of those three family guys. All right. Good luck, man. <laughs> Good luck. I'm going to stretch myself thin and die of a heart attack at 48. Yeah, where it's like, it's great. I get to fuck three different women. It's like, yeah, but you are in a relationship with all of them. You have to meet their needs. I'm a traveling salesman. Um, so... Uh, what, you have anything good? I think I can kick it off real quick. Oh, well, then why'd you ask? All right. I was... Rude. <laughs> How rude you are. Hi, Chihuahua. That's a little... Well, Sorry to your li fine. I fixed Sorry, it. listeners. <laughs> yeah, that's better. There we go. All right. So, um, uh, Deja Vu, you're aware. Absolutely. Great movie with Denzel. <laughs> I'm really not sure what it means, but I like the movie. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about the psychological phenomena or the... 2003 Denzel Washington. Oh, you're talking about Club Deja Vu Showgirls, the titty bar? Precisely. Oh, I'm aware of that. Yeah, they're, uh, It's a st strip club. It's a chain. I think they're national, right? I don't know if they're national, but yeah. I know it's a chain because there's one in L.A. and Vegas, I believe. I think there's and one in Kentucky. Um, and my grandpa yeah, warned me, don't ever go to a Deja Vu Showgirls because it's a chain and they fuck you. They know how to do the lighting properly, so you see the least amount of coochie. They get take all your money. They always do short songs. My grandpa broke it up. So go to independently owned strip clubs. Yeah. Never go to chains. Mom and pops. Yeah, mom and pops. Brothers exactly. and sisters. They. <laughs> I'd like to think it's the uh, the chain of strip clubs. So it's like Target, where like they dump in a smell through the air ducts and they <laughs> they, they all, set up the the walking paths in a specific way. They have similar looking strippers wear the same outfits and go by the same name. Yeah, except I've never been in that situation. Like I've accidentally worn a red polo to Target. And she's like, no, I don't work here. Well, that's what's fucked up. I've noticed at Target now is they don't have any uniform. It's like, yeah. hey, if you have a red USC sweatshirt, you can wear it. Yeah. They don't have like before. It's like you had to wear a Target polo, a scarlet red polo and 
khakis. Uh, khakis. Yeah. That's the uniform. But I've never walked into a strip club and like, hey, do you work here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. It's abundantly clear. Yeah, but... Uh, I should take off. The, uh, all right, guys, I got to go to the car and take this thong <laughs> off. This is getting annoying. Everybody's asking me. Obviously, I work at Bloomingdale. <laughs> we're in the lingerie department. Uh, so Deja Vu is under fire. The city of San Diego is, they can't really do anything. I guess I should explain. Yeah. So okay. What? Who, the city? The strip club? No, I was going to just go into detail, but I guess I got to give the backstory. Um, so Deja Vu is, um, they're in trouble. The city's mad at them. For <laughs> passing out over 150 tents with their logo on the side oh, to the homeless population. Guerrilla marketing. I love it. But see what I'm saying? The city can't. They're just mad at them. They can't really like get them in trouble or go steal yeah. the tents back. You would confiscate the tents. It's like, hey, they're just like, ah, dick move. Deja yeah, not cool. <laughs> not cool. You chain strip club. Man, that's a that's a great idea for any company to just pass out tents. Yeah. And it was beautiful because I was reading the statement from the like the representative from Deja Vu, and he's like, "I don't see what the problem is. Uh, Deja Vu is involved in many uh, areas of community outreach. <laughs> <laughs> just playing it super safe." Oh, that's actually pretty subtle. I thought it would yeah. be hot pink. No, no, just huge. it's just got their logo like stenciled on one side. I still don't think that's helpful because I don't think anyone who frequents strip clubs or even just goes when it's a bachelor party at the normal time, yeah, drives by a tent and goes. Oh, you know what? I should have hit up a strip club. <laughs> yeah. If you want, if you have the desire to find a strip club, you go. And I don't think the brand matters. I think I'm just walking home from Ralph's trying not to get stabbed by the guy that lives in the tent. And I'm like, oh, hey, yeah, titty joints <laughs> yeah. still exist. Hey, hey you, you, you want to go with me? You guys got singles? I bet you do. <laughs> you guys want to hit up a booby bar? <laughs> hey, who's down? Who's down for a $20 cover? And, uh, at a $8 fee at the ATM and $45 whiskey sodas. <laughs> you know what I realize about strip clubs around here? I have this weird, uh, really dumb hobby where I read Yelp reviews of ridiculous places. Like, I like reading them about McDonald's because, of yeah. course, McDonald's sucks. I read them. I specifically Yelp. I look up prisons in Yelp because people yeah. Yelp prisons. And I look up airport places. Like, I like to read the reviews of the airport McDonald's. Mm -hmm. And one of them, I started reading strip club reviews and... A lot of these guys on Yelp are blowing it for like they're literally like, hey, you can fuck these girls here. Uh-huh. And they're letting people know on Yelp. It's like, hey, <laughs> use some code or be cool. This strip club is actually letting you fuck. Yeah. And you're letting the whole world know, you little gossip. You're starting a Yelp account. Uh yeah, I like those. I was I was at the um I was flying out of Oakland a couple years ago and <laughs> we were just sitting in the food court and I I yelped the uh, I was gonna leave a bad Yelp on the Burger King because they were just being dicks. And there was only one review for the Burger King at the Oakland airport. It just, there should be zero. It just said, they floss in one star. <laughs> and I was like, man. Well, that's one of those things you should expect it to be terrible. Uh, an airport, anything is horrible. Yeah. A fucking uh, California pizza kitchen, but they just sell like $18 salads that are like the pre-made. Yeah. They're like the ones you get for $4 at Ralph's. Uh, the Wolfgang Puck Express at Gelson's. One time I was flying and I had a layover and I was really sick, like nauseous sick. And I had like a two hour layover. And I was like, ah, shit, I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe if I get a good buzz on, I won't feel bad because, you yeah. know, sometimes you can just drink and you're you don't you're still sick, but you don't feel like yeah. it. And I was sick. Frontier enough, medicine. Yeah. Frontier medicine. I took it was one of those weird bars where they ID <laughs> everyone, period. Like even the 95 year old gets carded Boo. and they poured me a beer. I took one sip. And I was like, I was that sick where I was going to barf just on one sip of beer. But these bars don't have bathrooms in the bar. You have to go to like yeah, the, the airport, airport bathroom. And so I'm running to try to get there. I barf all over the <laughs> middle of the thing. <laughs> and I was in such a way I like left my backpack there. And that fucking bar acted like I just whipped my dick out in front of a bunch of children. They grabbed my backpack, hit it behind the bar, took my beer away. I came back and I was like, can I finish my beer? They said, no, you're drunk. And I'm like, I'm not drunk. I'm, I'm legitimately sick. sick. And everyone, it was so embarrassing. Everyone's staring at me like, oh my God, he came back. Yeah. Like, of course I fucking came back. And then one cool dude just went up and was like, fuck these people. Who cares? And I was like, all right, uh, boy. Airports are cool though, because you can do stuff like that. Like if that, if I did that at like a library or like at a vendor at work, but at an airport, I feel like I could just like puke on the floor and just just keep walking. Like someone's gonna have yeah. to pick that up. Well, and it's not like you're going back. Like a lot of my a lot of my regulars, I hated who would 
grossly overdrink because they'd be at another bar drinking and then only have two at my bar. But that was when they got to blackout <laughs> yeah. zone, you know, and one lady barfed into a wine glass and handed it to me oh, and it almost oh. made me barf from the heat of the glass. And it was horrific, but it was beautiful oh, because I fucking hated this lady yeah. and she didn't show up to my bar for a year. She did come back eventually, but wow. anyway, <laughs> she shows a hand to you. You're like, keep it. No, no, just because my keep instinct is just to grab it. Yeah. And I grabbed it in the heat. Oh, I was dry heaving yeah. behind the bar. Fuck that, you, Lisa. That is a great instinct to take advantage of, though. Like, whenever I have, like, trash, I'll just hold it out. And person's mid-sentence, they'll just, like, grab it out of your hand. And then Before finish realizing. their sentence and then go, why am I holding this? I'm yeah. like, you touched it last. Hey, why not, man? Um, so hats off to Deja Vu. Deja Vu. All right. Good for you. They're, they're housing the homeless, which is more than I can say for the entire city of San Diego. Yeah. They're getting fucking outdone by a goddamn titty bar. We're looking at you, San Diego Zoo. Get some goddamn tents. Yeah, you got pandas, but no fucking, no community housing. Nah. Get a job. All right. Well, I got a gloves off. Ooh. And this one's personal. I'm going after one of our own. Oh, no. So I was at a, I was at a, a show the other night with our boy Keenan, right? Yeah. And he had one of those sets. Saw you know, Keenan last night. You know, you know those sets where uh, they're really good, but they can only be done in an open mic where you're like, God damn it. I can't do this for a real crowd. Yeah. Because it's specific to them. But someone was referring to a comedy as their career and then keenan went on and was just he was being funny and riffing about like it's not a fucking career you're you're an uber driver and all this stuff and then uh and then i was on facebook and i saw this post our other boy uh dave gets took a f- i don't know if he took offense maybe but so i'm going after you keenan for pissing off the comedy community gets off right <laughs> Thoughts that have been lingering in my head i was recently at an open mic and a comic aka keenan was saying he can't call this a career because he doesn't make any money doing comedy. I get that. Call it what you want. But you can't discredit those years. That's what it takes to get to the point where you are making real money from comedy. Journey is just as important as... Hashtag journey is just as important as the destination. And then all these comics, definitely. Yeah, I hate that limiting mindset. It all matters. The pursuit is a job. I mean, maybe don't go bragging about being a professional, but equity is what makes it a career. That dude's got a losing mentality. No business brand breaks out already successful from the jump. Exactly. Comedy schooling is forever the journey of greatness. That comic doesn't understand the system. He will give up right before he gets that big break out moment. Right before. I wish him all the best, but he's never going to make it. What a cunt. I mean. So what are your thoughts? Are we going oh, after Keenan? Yeah. Keenan, quit insulting the comedy community. No, I'm on. I'm, t- I'm taking Keenan's back, dude. All right. Bro. You could. You... Oh, no. Check out this comment. <laughs> Picasso didn't make one cent for his art for years and years. Pretty sure that was his career. <laughs> Art isn't about commerce. That's just a cherry on top of the cake of passion. Someone mean? called it the cake of passion. The cake of passion. Yeah, that's a cherry on top of the cake of passion. I call that cake farts. And who put <laughs> cake of passion? Who puts fucking cherries on top of cake? That's ice cream, bro. That's pie. Yeah, at, that's pie. At best cherry. All right, milkshake. Sorry, you're gonna defend. I mean, this is obviously a humorous gloves off. I just wanted okay, to go so after. Okay, so can we get some help? Uh, I need some technical help. What do you 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 need to want to see the post? I know. I just want to see the definition of career. Oh, you know what? No, no. Keenan did that and nothing says anything about money. So uh, they are correct. They are correct? Yeah. Keenan Googled that. Keenan texted me the definition of career because I (laughs) I texted him. You need to uh, you need to apologize to Dave. And I demanded he apologize. Was uh, it Dave that he was smashing? No, you just no, Just no. It wasn't him specifically. It was just all of us, you know? Yeah. But, bro, you can. I don't care. Check if you, it out. You, this is you this. just graduated graduated valedictorian from Harvard Medical School, Johns Hopkins University, whatever. If you don't have a job as this, a doctor, uh, the career is an individual's metaphorical journey through learning, work, and other aspects of life. A field for or pursuit of consecutive progress, achievement, especially in public professional. Shit. Yeah. I don't know anybody with a career. I know. Doesn't that suck that I had the definition of a career wrong my entire life? Until yeah. Keenan insulted. Turns the... out I was just talking about a <laughs> job. <laughs> yeah, until uh, Keenan insulted the entire open mic community of Los Angeles. Yeah, but I don't know any comics that have like a job that that affects. You know what I mean? It's I've, I feel like any comic is getting upset about that. I mean, they should be glad that we're calling them comics. Yeah, and they're an Uber driver. I got a comic upset last night because... I was bashing on people who moved to California from other states and then have the nerve to complain about L.A. And my point is, like, it's 
your guys' fault we have bad traffic. We're not shitty drivers. You came here from Michigan and you drive the same way you did in Michigan. And he's like, and this guy got on stage and wasted his whole set trying to be mad at me. <laughs> and then like wasted four minutes and then tried to tell jokes and totally bomb. But he's like, no, man, I'm a server and I deal with the vegan girl, you know, and it's like, no, no, that that's the influence of California. But you guys get out of here. Go go back to Michigan where it's yeah, cold. Yeah, California back. natives, we're both Cali natives. You're at Long Beach. I'm a little bit further north. But everybody's like fucking, everybody's chill. Yeah. But it's because of the vibe. The vibe you grow up in is just chill. A little bit more laid back. A little bit more slowed down. And then, uh, but like in a different way. It's not like, oh, I grew up in Michigan, slowed down. But then people come out here and they're like, oh, I have to eat salads and acai bowls and this and that. Like, And I have to be beautiful and perfect. Like and- locals like burritos. The dude who just moved here last week from Wisconsin, he's the one who likes fucking poke. <laughs> it's his fault. Yeah, yeah. We're over pokey. I've had if I go on pokey, I'll go to Hawaii or go to a real place. I don't need a whole chain. I'm not freaking out over self serve yogurt. Like, uh, not a big deal. No, oh, just man. eat some ice cream. But I like. Uh, he was saying that. Uh, I was arguing with him because he was saying that just today someone made a U turn from the middle lane and didn't signal. It's like that's probably someone from Ohio. Yeah. Why you don't know if that's like Illinois plates? Yeah, yeah. You don't know where that person's from. Fuck off. Anyway, Keenan uh Keenan's really destroying the entire comedy community. Oh no. But it was a really he really had the whole room laughing and it was super funny. Yeah, that's good though. He that's just went up and he was like, You know they have open mics in Indiana, right? <laughs> <laughs> actually the actually what I've found is the open mics in other cities are actually way better. Yeah. Because it's like they, they actually treat it as a show and people show respect. Show respect and also part of it too is I've done open mics in other states where I am way, way, way better than them just because of the repetition and practice I've Mm. had here where I'm like, oh, shit, you're two years in and you're doing a joke that someone from Indiana would do when he's brand new kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, sometimes open mics out of town feel like shows. Um, Yeah. Well, sometimes the shows here feel like open mics. Ah, Jesus Christ. I, I hate when I get booked on a show and then it's just an open mic. Yeah. We're like, oh, it's just it's just a booked open mic. It's like, oh, you booked me. I drove all the way to fucking Santa Monica, and it's just the same seven guys I see everywhere sitting in the, oh, we got big fluffy couches? Cool. The worst I got... Is there an audience, perchance? As far as, like, shows... I mean, there was technically an audience, but uh, as far as, like, being excited for a show, Jeff asked me to go to uh, Bakersfield for a show with him, and basically the payment was, we get free booze. I'm like, that's fine. Yeah, that's comedy like four months. Bakersfield, like yeah, an hour. I'm totally doing it. And we get there in this douchebag Ulalio. Fuck you, Ulalio. He's very much hated in the comedy community. <laughs> Apparently, he scams people. But he just go. We get there. I was like, let me get a beer. He goes, we don't do free beer for comics anymore. But you get two free tacos. And this is like, this is a Mexican dude, and he gave me those like the shells that our moms gave us because we're white and we make tacos yeah. like the hard shells like at taco bell the and el monte or yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> anyway so yeah that was a terrible what, the shells where you, if you get like the box of like 10 of them at least two are always broken yeah yeah, yeah. there's a, yeah the <laughs> youngest the youngest taco that, bell style hard shells yeah exactly yeah and uh yeah that that show was actually really good there are a bunch of like bakersfield cholo bikers in there and uh then that Ulalio guy got on stage to try to do a set after mine, like the room was getting kind of hot. Yeah. And he just goes, hey, you look like, uh, I don't know, Spicoli or Joe Dirt or, you know, yeah. whatever fucking pe- Kid Rock, whatever people say. <laughs> and he just wouldn't let it go. And no one was listening in the audience. So I'm like, dude, for your sake, just just move on, bro. Move just, on. just keep going. All right. So, Keenan, we're, we're, we've come after you. Mitch is defending you. He's a good friend. Yeah. I mean, I'm with him. I mean... I just thought it was funny. No, it's people getting butt hurt. Is they they clearly have a stick up their ass about it. They're insecure about it. Otherwise, they wouldn't care. Yeah, those that, like if like me, it's like if he if he said I wasn't a comic, I'd be like, all right, whatever. Or if this wasn't my job, I'm like, yeah, no shit. Does it pay? Mo-? It's it's thing frustrates me about like a lot of people that move to Los Angeles, or just people in Los Angeles in general. Like, oh, I'm a writer. It's like, oh, but what do you do for money? What have you written? Yeah, yeah that whole night actually. I get you're in a pursuit, like. I don't know, my, my, my fucking, my dad builds model airplanes. It's like, okay, but when he has to go somewhere in the morning, where is that yeah, place? Yeah, where does he go? We were doing that with, actually that night, because it was Finn Feng Xiao and I, and we... What a crew. Yeah, it was fun. We were 
this oh my god we were so close but um i was uh we were all trying to because finn's been writing scripts so we we're convincing him to every time someone's he still writing screenplays on legal pads yeah no th- i don't know what they are <laughs> but uh they're a mess but we were trying to get him to every time he spoke to say as a filmmaker I... <laughs> <laughs> and it was hilarious when you do it but we we're in the car we we're uh we're going from it doesn't matter where we're going the audience won't know anyway we're going to a club to an open mic and then Feng Chao was talking about how he went to uh, a show at the club in Bisbee. Mm-hmm. And Feng Chao's driving. None of us have anywhere to go tomorrow. And it's Saturday. So there's an open mic there Sunday. And all of us were just like, let's go. Let's go to Bisbee right now. <laughs> None of us are going home. None of us are grabbing toothbrushes or extra clothes. Yeah. And of course, Finn, who has no job, has no home and has nowhere to go, <laughs> is the one who's pushing it the most. Like, I'm kind of like. I'd like a change of underwear, you know, (laughs) and then Feng Chao, who's right, man, let's just live on the street. He just pulls out. He goes, I got twenty one dollars on gas. We're going. We're going. And everyone agreed except Feng Chao because he was it was his car. So it made sense. But then he just called him fucking faggot the rest of the night. (laughs) And as a filmmaker, as a filmmaker, I think you're a faggot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I hung out with Finn and Keenan last night. Hell yeah. Yeah. I should go. Thanks for the call, boys. Echoes on. Uh, well, I, I I was here, and then <laughs> last night. Oh, you were here. Oh no. And then uh, and then you, well, it worked out for you. That's good. You said like, oh, I'll see you later or whatever. You said I was like, hey, are you you gonna be here, Spencer, to record the podcast? And you were like, oh, I suck my dick. Oh hey. yeah. So I just chatted it up with Super I was, Producer Jeremy I was Bean for a minute. Up, I was huffing a bunch of dust off, so I was you know I was yeah. out of sorts. No, I just I was fine. I cruised down Pico. Uh, to the echoes nice had a nice little trip i just i love that place because he's been shut down like 45 times yeah it's like zoned to be like a furniture store and they just run a comedy show out of it and i was like do you they have just beer? put a curtain up and he, i was like hey, hey do you have beer still and he just like eyes me up and down he's like all right you like just did the cop check on me yeah like they're gonna send undercover and i don't like that place though because you go it's five it's five bucks but you get a beer out of it so you get your beer for five bucks then i went back to get another beer and like Beer's eight bucks. Yeah. And it's like, but uh, uh, nah, anyway, that's fine. The guy's been shut down 10 times. So I, was like, <laughs> I even tipped him a dollar on top. I was like, give me a Stella. And here's one. This one's for you. Don't spend it all in one place. Buckaroo. This is for you, bro. All right. Um, so hats off Keenan. That's what you were getting at, right? Yeah. Close <laughs> off Keenan. You're going down. We should have Keenan on next week to defend himself. Okay. I'm down. All right. Let's yeah. do it. Text him. Cause it's not fair. Keenan that we're just attacking. you. I'll sext him. Let's do it at his house. So we can get Lizzie on. Oh, <laughs> I, every time I drive by fucking Keenan's building, I see just, those lights. The purple They're lights. always on. Yeah, too. Yeah. She's going to go fucking like uh, there's some type of psychological experiment we can run on her where she was like a normal lady when she moved here. But she just put purple lights in and she just turned into that glitter faced maniac. I have books for Keenan and I told him he he goes, I'm going to be asleep. Just break into my apartment and leave. And I said, I'm going to get Lizzie first and we're breaking in. He's down. <laughs> she knows the layout. Um, all right, which should I? I'm gonna go hats off, I think. Um, so this one's a just a cute little quick one. Um, so an Atlanta couple they went on vacation, uh, didn't say how long, but it seemed significant. I'm assuming like at least a week. They went, uh, hopped the flight, got, got out of town for a bit, took a load off, and they came back to a wrecked home. They're almost just completely trashed on the inside raccoons <laughs> apparently a squirrel fell down the chimney really <laughs> oh i thought it was gonna be raccoons and cause... just fucked up the whole house he just the squirrel was just uh, the way i pictured it was like a zombie apocalypse and you're like oh now this is my mansion oh yeah yeah okay <laughs> it's just infinite this resources used to be mariah carey's house yeah and... just like a couch made of like fabric i should never touch but i'm like yeah, everyone's dead this is mine now uh yeah mariah carey's bathtub and i'm just like <laughs> reenacting her cribs um but yeah, this squirrel just living high on the hog. He's just breaking into the cereal boxes from the side, just gnawing through. They said uh, um, it apparently got like tired and little like uh, stir crazy and started trying to break out. Just started tearing up all the floorboards and like around oh, the Oh really? They can tear up? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, as much oh, as guys a squirrel can. Uh, yeah, it's all just gnawed on and scratched at. But even the squirrel got tired of living in these people's house after like three days. <laughs> Uh, and he can't climb back up the chimney. So um, hats off to that squirrel for, I mean, well, I don't know. It's one of those things where I want to like gloves off the couple, but what are you going to do? Like nobody like, like even my dad, 
he's like, I'll leave the porch light on so they think we're home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The <laughs> home alone trick, get the automatic lights. Yeah, throw the uh, throw the cover on the chimney so yeah. no squirrels fall in. Yeah, exactly. Like There's nothing had... you could do. That um also just shitty timing because if you were home and a squirrel fell in, like that would be havoc, but you'd like deal with it. And it's a fun story for Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like an hour after you leave, you're like at the airport. You have no idea squirrels just fucking just eating dry pasta out of the pantry. I saw that on a cops episode once where the lady was home, but for whatever reason, like literally hundreds of these bats just started flying into her <laughs> chimney and the whole episode was this guy who's like i'm not really trained for this it's like obviously this is not part of you know cop protocol but he would just like they would just show the chimney and bats just kept flying in and flying in but uh this happened sort of to my cousin she lives in indiana and she's a little goofy she it's one of those like of course it happened to you and no one else yeah. but she had goofy like eccentric or like waterhead she's one of those like seems kind of Mentally retarded, but is very, very smart. Like, she, I don't graduated from a UC school. She's a teacher, yeah. but she's just a little goofy. She's off. She had a, spectrum. My uncle's fucked up, but uh, so I expect some foul play. But anyway, <laughs> okay. um, close off Uncle Bob, you piece of shit. Um, she came out to California. She liked to visit us in California, and she left her garage open a tiny bit because she had like four cats so they could come and go. Yeah. And she just gets this emergency call from a friend who's like stops by every few days to feed the cats, you know, and her friends panicked and like, I'm not going in the house. I'm not going in the house. A family of raccoons had come in, like broke all her dishes, scared the cat so much that the scare cats all ran away. So there were no more cats. <laughs> and my cousin had to end her trip early and fly back to Indiana to deal with it. But I guess like she said she had just done a bunch of dishes and they just like knocked them all off the counter and fucked up her house. Oh, raccoons are like just on they're one of those like in that class of animals that I'm they're too smart for me to be comfortable with. Yeah, cuz they can really get into stuff and I mean yeah. w- when you go to like the mountains and you're like, "Why do I have to put the trash can on lit put the trash lid on with like a fucking safe around it and all these chains?" Yeah. You're like, "Oh, cuz bears and raccoons are smart." Oh, cuz uh, a week ago this guy just left us an empty Starburst wrapper yeah, in his yeah, cup holder. Exactly. And, and the bear tore his door. Those off. are always the stories like <laughs> He just had a gum wrapper. Yeah, yeah. He just, that gun, that, that bear. He ate a protein bar two months ago. Yeah, this, some guy burped and uh, he didn't put it in the bear bag up in the tree. <laughs> Everybody's fucked. There, uh, I realized too. I was in a. This is a newfound realization. I was in uh, Wyoming a few months ago and I was hanging out with these hunters and they were we're outside smoking and there was like a squirrel ran by and they're all like, "Man, fuck squirrels!" and they got all aggressive against the squirrels. And I'm thinking, how do you hate squirrels? And I guess they're real squeaky and noisy, and they fuck it up when you're hunting. Like, there might be a beautiful antelope, not antelope, a beautiful elk, yeah. and uh, it'll scare them away with their squeaking. A reindeer. Yeah, reindeer. <laughs> There's a unicorn I wanted to kill. So, uh, people who hunt don't like squirrels. I didn't know that. Oh, well, fun fact. You learned something new. Um, all right, back to you. All right, I got a big hat, saw. Yeah. I've already done a hats off to this, but I'm so into it. I got to do it Let's again. Keep it. Back, I, back to John Wick. Hats off. I just saw John Wick 3. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. Cool. Here and we go. Here, well, I developed this whole theory, and I wrote stuff down about it. While I think John Wick 3 was the worst of the three, it was still really, really good. Yeah. I They had those dogs with bulletproof vests on that attacked people. That was badass. Yep. And they, went, they had a lot of comedy in it. Like, everyone was like, it's such an honor to be finding you, John Wick. Yeah. And that one guy was obsessed with him, and he kept, like, giving him thumbs up through the whole movie. And then once he almost... The bald guy? Yeah. And it was cool because he was fighting all his protege, and he would, he would just be in the background, like, cool, man. Yeah. And uh, uh, and that one part when John Wick, like, put a... If spoiler, if you haven't seen it, when he put... Well, this isn't a spoiler. This is the whole movie. He put, like, a sword through his heart, and as he's dying, he's like, that was a really good fight, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> But uh, so my here's my new uh, theory thing is. Uh, all right. John Wick 2 is better than one. John Wick 1 is amazing. Third is the best. All still good. I think all the best trilogies go that way. 213. 213. Godfather 213. Mighty Ducks 213. John Wick 213. Bef- the Before Sunrise Sunset series 213. What's, ba- the, what's the, the Batman trilogy? It's like Before Sunrise, Sunset, and Before fucking Eclipse or something. I don't know. But the third one was the worst. The Batman trilogy, uh, Dark Knight Rises, 
the no Dark Knight was the best. Batman Begins second best. Yeah. Uh, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead's the best one. El Mariachi, Desperado, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, same order. Austin Powers, yeah, same order. Terminator, same order. You got a point. Here. And while I don't like Star Wars, everyone says you say Back to the Future. No, because I like one the best. But number two isn't that the one where they go and like they into like Biff's future. Yeah, but I and still think one's the best. Indiana like Jones his... and Back to the Indiana Jones is on the list, but I still think the first one's the best. I don't like Indiana Jones at all. But uh, in Star Wars, everyone says uh, Return of the Jedi is better than the first one, right? Yeah. And the third one's the worst. So uh, if you're great, and same with Toy Story. Toy Story 2 is better. I don't. The third one's the worst, but the first one's the second best, I think. I agree. I'd say that. Yeah, so I got a whole working trilogy theory. I've been busy, man. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's so it. So if you're going to make a good trilogy, uh, make the second one the best. <laughs> yeah, so plan ahead, numbnuts. Yeah, because Godfather 2... Everyone says it's better. I think it's just, I, I think number one, it's like. Because it doesn't work with Matrix, doesn't work with Aliens. No, but also like Matrix shouldn't have been a trilogy. That was like, oh, it was such a hit. They let them make two more. Yeah. That wasn't like, like John Wick. They literally, the next movie always picks up right where the credits started on the previous one. You know what I mean? It makes that, sense. It's a saga. Like the story needs, it's like I was talking to my girlfriend last night. It's like, uh. Like, I prefer, um, like, some shows can go, um, you know, like, uh, I don't know, fucking Deadwood or Breaking Bad. Or, like, no, this is the story we want to tell. This is how long it'll take. Like, British shows do that well. Um, that German show, Dark, it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. There's like, no, it's one season. That's what we needed to tell this story. Got Yeah. But were then, they, like, Always they... Sunny or, like, South Park, like, they could just go forever. Or Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They don't. Yeah. And kind of with Seinfeld, too. They could have kept going. I started feeling burnt out, and they're like, you know what? Let's end. It's a comedy. It's yeah, it's different. But then the, um, it's it's uh, I don't know. As far as like I don't know the Matrix, that, that story didn't need to be told. We got we got it. The rest was just like kind of elaborating on it. Yeah, that yeah, and uh, yeah, and, and then John Wick sets him up perfectly too. The ending of three was so badass. Yeah, yeah, those just killing it. So yeah, any of you uh aspiring filmmakers out there in Hollywood. Make sure the two is the best one so you can get into this category. I think that Terminator I is the best example of that. Godfather is as well because Godfather 1 is so fucking good and then you see two and you're like, holy shit. But it's and a... then you see three and you're like, oh man, I'm... <laughs> I never got past 40 minutes because it's so incredibly awful. No one ever rewatches Mighty Ducks 3, but I rewatch no. 1 and 2. Um, yeah, but it's like that classic thing of like with all those movies... You can't get to number two without number one. Yeah, so, so like, it, yeah, it's got a Godfather. Up. I think is the best example of that because, like, number one is like it's such an incredible movie when you talk about like themes and you know uh, character growth and like you know just watch slowly watching the change that Michael goes through. And then number two is more like nostalgic. You already loved the first one. You're just in for like a better telling of a story. Yeah, well, that's that when... goes back in time and shows like where they came from. Yeah, the going back in time throwing De Niro in and then having Pacino be. Like he is, he has accepted the role of a gangster. He's fully he was fighting it. Well, that was the end of one. number one, where he just like finally sits down in the chair and he's like, "This is fucking it." Yeah. And then number two, you just kind of get to see him work. And then number three, they go. God legit. knows what he was doing. I don't know. I I turned it off and I own it. Like because you know I went and bought like the trilogy of it or whatever. Yeah. But I've never got past forty five minutes. I don't want to see Pacino legit at all. I only want to see him doing gangster shit and hanging out with Guy Fieri. That's it. Uh, <laughs> um, look up the video for the listeners look up the video of Sylvester Stallone introducing Al Pacino to Guy Fieri the best is uh, Guy goes hey what's up boss and Pacino says hey what's up guy and part of me thinks that Pacino doesn't know his name is Guy like because you know you just say that yeah. to people like what's up tough guy what's up guy hey pal yeah. uh, my name is my name is Buddy Fieri yeah. um no, my favorite part of that video, I watched 47. That's the problem with Instagram. You can't like pick in the video where you watch it, you know? Yeah. You have you, to rewatch the whole thing. But um, <laughs> it's just, at the end, he's shaking his hand. Guy Fieri shaking Al Pacino's hand. What an honor. Yeah, what an honor. So good. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I got a real kick out of that. All right. Is it. Um, oh, it's your turn, you? baby. No, no. I just went oh, no, on yeah, about you went John trilogies. Wick. Yeah. Oh, I, was, I almost bought John Wick. I don't really rewatch movies, but I own all three, and no exaggeration, I've watched one three times. 
I've watched two five times, <laughs> and I've watched three twice. Yeah, it's. I watched John really Wick two last night. It's really good, dude. And as I actually watched the bonus features, which is weird because I like watching like Keanu practices on stunts and everything. Yeah. And to get those cool dogs with the bulletproof vest, that was legit. And they had guns. Halle Berry was keeping guns in there. Oh yeah, Halle Berry. Oh man, that like raid in Morocco. Yeah, yeah that was some good shit. The movie just starts off because you're already it's the third one and there's there's near zero because like the first one is like it's a pure action movie right zero setup needed. His wife gave him this dog. She died. They killed the dog. You just took away everything he was building right. And then number two, he's got to rebreak his his super like gun safe. And oh, that was that's what's again. so sad and so awesome. Like he goes back. No, the safe is still open in John Wick two from john wick one but then he re-cements it yeah. and everything and it's like the moment he sits down to rest there's a ring on the doorbell and it's like hey you got to go kill my sister in italy for me but that's what i'm saying is like there's number two even there's it's continuation but there's more there's still like uh you know uh, what's it called um uh, backstory yeah you oh fuck they give you more of the world in two where they're like oh here's how well, yeah, it but works here they show the- her brother showed up and you're like oh this is the guy that when john wick did that favor for vigo he was the guy he did it with and all this and that but then number three starts off he's just like it's eight minutes later he's just running out of the park and those like four chinese guys are chasing him and he just walks into that storefront and fucks him up because that you're already yeah, the storefront that just happens to be full of knives and, and i love that axes yeah um, is somewhere in Manhattan, somewhere in Midtown. There's just a an antique weapons store for John Wick to take your hand up. Yeah. But there was no like backstory. There's nothing needed. The the credit the intro credits rolled, and then all of a sudden it's John Wick running in the rain, like limping, like his side hurts, and you're just like, yeah, okay, just keep going. I love that. I love that Pitbull too because they both run awkwardly. Like yeah. they both have the same kind of gait. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Um, back to me. <laughs> Our producer hates John Wick talk, but I think our viewers love it. <laughs> a lot of film buffs out there. Um, should I go? Oh, this is a fun one. Hats off to a 21-year-old woman of no nation. Well, she's American, but uh, she's stateless. I, we're not saying her name because that's how it goes on this pod. Because hats off to her, but she did a bad, bad thing. What'd she do? So apparently... For the past three years, she's been dressing up, uh, well, pretending to be a boy online. She's a 21-year-old woman. She's pretending to be a sick 15, 16-year-old boy. A sick boy? 15 to 16 Oh, I thought you said a sick 15-year-old boy. Well, she, yeah, she's probably sick. Like, she's wearing, like, no fear shirts. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't, have, doesn't have cancer, but is really rocking the rusty Quicksilver She hangs shirt. her sunglasses on the back of her shirt. Oh, nice. Where's those shirts for, like, that little kid's peeing on a Ford emblem or something? Yeah, yeah. She's a Chevy girl. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so she's, um, she's, I guess, got caught, and now the cases are piling up. Well, what is she doing pretending to? Just being like, hey, I love skateboarding and Blink-182. Pretty much. She's basically, she's going on, like, forums and, like, specific, like, corners of the internet and finding girls who are like into like invader zim or you know goofy okay. shit i imagine you know like hot topic girls that you know yeah. they, the i'm different from other girls i like or they i are, like ariana grande too but dark remixes of her yeah like screamo adele or something <laughs> screamo adele <laughs> adele should do screamo that would be sick no some guy on the internet like has like a youtube channel where he just remixes like pierce the veil with whatever like top 40 is going on yeah um, so she she narrowed it down pretty good at that game because she um, is being uh, charged with the assault of upwards of 50 girls. Oh, she actually assaulted them in real she life? She traveled and assaulted them. Why? It's her fucking proclivity. Did she man. try to fuck them or was it just yeah. purely? Okay. Yeah, so there yeah. was sex involved. There was some finger blasting happening. Oh, wow. Some, it's a hats well, if off you're, to because I've never heard of If you're a 14-year-old boy, then you're going to want to finger blast some ladies, Yeah, right? you can't have sex if you're posing as a 14-year-old boy. Like, what are you, some kind of degenerate? Like, that's all, like, sucking Yeah, there were titties. a couple who did, but it was like, you're bad. Yeah, I remember being in, like... You don't have a mother. In, like, seventh grade, this kid got a hand job, and I was like... Who raised you? Yeah. Like, that's we're, that's not us yet, bro. That happened to me. That's in, high school shit. That happened to me in seventh grade where uh, there was this girl and we we would all go to movies in a bunch and we'd make out and we'd touch boobs. That was the thing. But then this girl let uh, someone finger bang her. Mm-hmm. And then she just left her pants open and was basically like, anyone can do it. And all these dudes were like, yeah, yeah. And I was <laughs> I, I, kept, I thought about it seriously because I wanted to touch a vagina more than anything. But I <laughs> would not do that. I was like. 
that's sad. It's I don't a, like that. I want you. I want the first vagina I touch to at least be mine for the moment. Yeah. No, yeah. I get that. It's for not, this short period it's of not time. Fucking po- the beginning of Porky's where they just hire a hooker yeah. to just run a train on. But it's like by the time Rush Hour 2 ended, like 14 dudes had touched her vagina. And then yeah, it made me really sad. There's I should... like popcorn butter in there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. You go in there and pull out a fucking Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> um, so she wore a disguise. Okay. Um, baggy sweatshirt, some jogger sweats. Even went as far as stuffing the old fucking tube sock down the trousers. Oh, got a little fake dick. Yeah, so you could have something to rub on. Because 12-year-old so girls don't know what a dick is. So they're just like, oh, yeah, that does look like a giant penis. This is what they look like. And then, like I said, they're 14, so like the, the furthest you're going to go is maybe like suck on some titties, play a little DJ action. Um, but this bold bitch, this is where it became a hats off for me. Okay. Um, <laughs> she hung out with the girl's parents. Oh, wow. She she pulled the fuck As a 15-year-old? Yeah. So she's like, woman. hey, it's me, Jimmy. I'm going to meet the folks. What's I want to get pops on my side. It's Bill. You guys... No, no, I'll watch a movie with your family. Oh, you got UCLA tickets? Yeah, I'll go to a game with you, totally. Oh, man, your pops is the best. Yeah, let's get ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Chili's. Um, so it, it, this is basically a domino effect. Somebody, uh, one of these uh, victims said uh, they were hanging out. They were going to get food, and she pushed her in front of a car. They got in an argument, so the woman dressed as a boy pushed the chick in front of a car and luckily she just didn't get hit and she was like oh that was a little weird red flaggy but i don't know angsty you know 16 year old boys got their hormones (laughs) and then a little bit later (laughs) she pulled a knife on her so she then she decided to you know follow up with the authorities and then the dominoes just fell and now they're saying upwards of 50 cases possibly wow how many states you know uh, multi-states yeah it's one of those things it's one of the most frustrating things about this show when you're doing research and you actually want to know the town it's always like borgenville and you're like what's the fucking state there's 17 borgenvilles like i'm like having to do like cross-reference research well they're a lot they're googling a lot. the reporters to see like on his twitter bio it'll say like what city hey, tallahassee yeah they're a lot like that where the headline will be super amazing like grandma rides in the pit of death in the motorcycle rally and then the article will be like three sentences and be like and she's living a nice comfortable life in kansas like she just murdered someone and rode a motorcycle and you've written two paragraphs how am i gonna get any life out of this story um so yeah hats off to this this beautiful creature who's doing what um honestly needs to be done in this world for my entertainment yeah that's incredible because i mean i'm a huge fan of to catch a predator and you need to catch up on chris hansen's new show I didn't know he even had a new He had show. a scandal. He bounced some checks. Something happened. I didn't know he had a scam. Man, I'm way behind on my hands. He got fired from Dateline. Chris I, did, Hansen. I didn't know that. He's off Dateline. Okay. Right? No more to catch a predators. So what he does is he What just, is he on Sling TV now? He or? just started a YouTube channel. Oh, perfect. Yeah. No and he's problem. still catching predators. He's just doing it. Hey, what's up, guys? My name's Chris. I'm going to catch some pedophiles. <laughs> just doing it like a He's Vine teamed star. up with the Cobra Kai guys and they're yeah. bringing people down. Yeah, it's on YouTube Premium. No, it's just regular YouTube, but he's still just catching predators. It's fuck. He's just like reaching out to like local law enforcement, and he's like, "Hey, you guys still want to help me?" And they're like, "Do you still hate predators?" Yes, we do. But it's always like skeevy guys or boner man sixty nine. Did you say I want to beep in her beep and then and then make you beep? Yeah. Have you ever had a good beep before? And then finally, just a chick showed up. She threw on a fucking uh, Alpine Stars hoodie and just finger blasted her way from Mississippi, Nevada. Oh wow. So, uh, hats off. When she gets out of jail, we should bring her on the show. Oh, open invite. She should defend herself. (laughs) Dirty bitch. All right, I got her gloves off. Ooh. Ooh. All right, so yesterday uh, I was in this uh, office trying to find a cheap therapist, right? Yeah. A little sliding scale action. Can't afford pay $150 a week. Want to get some thoughts thoughts out to a professional. So I'm supposed to be there for the intake. Takes forever. They say, hey, we can just do this on the phone. And I'm thinking, well, fuck. I wish you would have told me because when I called you before, you said to come into this office. <laughs> so the lady calls me back today. Does like a, says, like, oh, it's going to be about a 20-minute intake. And, you know, they just go through your life. They're like, are you on medications? Have you ever committed, you know, attempted suicide? Have you, you know, what abuse have you had? Have you abused other people? What drugs have you used? So I'm going through the whole story. I'm telling her, like, all the drugs I've used. Just go ahead and rattle off all the questions. Yeah. And I'm going to say yes. All the drugs I've used, all the shit I've done. 
and then this was like we got disconnected at one point i was on sunset boulevard so i couldn't hear her for a while then i get in my car and i'm talking to her and this is like 20 30 minute ordeal and then she after hearing like my whole story and saga and everything i've done and everything that's happened to me she just goes i don't think we can help you <laughs> what yeah. She said, I don't think we can help you. You need other help. I'm like, well, what do you mean? I was referred to you by someone like specifically because she thought we'd be a great fit. You deal like it was like I was supposed to go to the VA. I don't know. Like like I was too much of a maniac. She was like, well, it sounds like you've done a lot of drugs. Maybe you should go to N.A. meetings. And I was like, "Okay, no, no, no. Yeah, nerd. And it's like, "Okay, maybe I'll go to those meetings. But even so, I would should pair that with therapy therapy should still be a constant in my I life need to build some type of like dialogue or like bounce these things off of yeah i can't just go to a bunch of na meetings and be fixed but basically you want a bunch of junkies to fix my problem instead of somebody who went to school for this yeah and at the i wasted so much time i gave her all this private information about me personal you know deep dark not that dark she but just whatever takes a fat rip of a joint <laughs> man that's crazy i don't think so bro and it was just crazy because the lady who referred me was another therapist who knows me very well and said like this is the best fit for you if you don't have a lot of money and just to and it's not like i didn't just call an individual therapist i called a counseling center yeah who has multiple therapists under their umbrella and uh just ended with hey i don't think we can help you uh, and then she just said have a nice day bye and I wasn't even mad. I was just so conf- I'd, I'd I was just so her, confused. Like, her next shift, she's going to work like the suicide hotline. She's <laughs> like, yeah, man, your life does suck. And she clearly had to go through like she she was like, yeah, you need you've done a lot of drugs. You should go to uh, N.A. meetings and then goes, let me give you a number. And I said, you don't need to give me a number because I could just Google N.A. and find millions of meetings yeah. all across the greater Los Angeles. She's like, I think you should take this number. I'm like. No, I can just download an NA app or yeah, an A. I'll the figure whole, it out. Yeah, it's not hard. And I told her, I said, it's not for not knowing where meetings are. That's just not something I'll just, I I'll go just to. Google Maps a junior high gym. And if I show yeah. up, there'll probably be an NA meeting there. Any church or community center, <laughs> I'm fine. Anywhere where they can push up the basketball hoops. Yeah. <laughs> put, the, put those cool bleachers back into the wall. That she can make like room for that coffee trick. table. But, uh... Yeah, what a trip, man! They just said no. Their what entire their entire organization. <laughs> it wasn't just like one lady's like, "Hey, I got a bunch of." Dude, how can I get like? I it takes me like eight minutes to get fucking chewable boner pills prescribed online. Sure, yeah. My my girlfriend gets her birth control just free through like a Skype visit, and then <laughs> but it's like, hey, I have a mental imbalance. I know what medic medication I need. It's like, well, you need to go wait in this waiting room for nine hours <laughs> to be called an asshole. When it wasn't even psychiatry, so it wasn't even like they were going to give me meds or anything. It was just a therapist. I just want to vent, dude. Yeah, I just want to sit in a chair. Maybe you'll have some mini water bottles and some snacks. I don't even need you to be a psychiatrist. I just need you to be like a longshoreman at a bar. Yeah, be a good listener. Yeah, be like a longshoreman at a bar, but sober. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. Don't be drunk. They <laughs> put a microphone in there. Because I've, like, I've had therapists where they're like, housewives and they you know they work out of their extra room in their house and i've shocked them with some stories but they've never said like get out you're beyond <laughs> go repair. away also, no. for the balls on her to be like oh i think it's drugs are your problem it's like no dr- drugs are at best i see your line of thinking are at best a symptom of my problem yeah yeah let me talk to you maybe let me talk to you about drug use yeah i mean yeah anyway well what are you going to do? Close off to you, lady. <laughs> Close off, you dumb bitch. Go back to school. See, this lady went through school. That act- She's actually getting paid for that, and that's still not a career. Damn it. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> career definition. Um, I got one more. <laughs> Gloves off to uh, climate activists. Um, All of them? I love the earth. Yeah, it's really This is nice. what I hate about the, the whole side of that argument. Like, the left in general, as of late, where it's just like... Um, no, I think, uh, oh, uh, like gun control. Like, don't ban guns, because criminals can still get guns. Now only criminals will have guns. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, so you want children to be murdered? It's like, how did we get there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's or like, just... I, still love, I also love children and them not dying. But I just because I don't agree with your method of whatever. And the gun debate is insane because we're in Southern California. I mentioned that I was in uh, Wyoming a few months ago. Like, when they talk about having guns taken away, they're 
their thought process is like, fuck band guns. I don't care. I have 8,000 in my back yeah. in, in the back of my house. So does my neighbor. So does that neighbor. So like the bulk of the country has an unbelievable amount of guns already. There's they more have guns a, than people. They have a huge arsenal. So it's like, yeah, fuck it. Go band guns. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm set. My grandkids are set. My great grandkids are set. Dude, you give me 45 minutes and I'll go buy a gun from a fucking handball court. Um, but that's my, like climate activists. So I called this when this first happened. Um, just because I don't believe in like, hey, we sh- should sign up for this thing that should cost like $50 billion and bring down emissions like 0.05% over the next 80 years. Yeah. I'm like, um, I think we, sh- we should just rely on like uh, Elon Musk type to make like a, a generator or like a some. There's like a 17 year old kid that made that thing that's cleaning up that fucking that plastic island in the Pacific. Sure, yeah, get some great minds on it, get a little think tank going. Inventions will solve it. Great people, like let the let um I don't know, I guess just the private sector handle that. Cuz if it is a real issue, and it becomes a necessity. That's how supply and demand works. If something will happen. If there's a hole in the ozone, a guy will come up with a machine to fix the fucking ozone. Yeah, the only way you need to think tank it or incentivize things. Like if someone can save money by helping the environment, exactly. they'll sign up. Exactly. So, um where this is going is uh, I and I called this when it first started happening, and now there's I'm seeing vague reports that are kind of leading to it, possible being a possibility, is all these fires in Australia being set by climate activists. They've oh. arrested like 24 people for arson, all committed arson within like three days of each other. So I'm thinking this is some type of coordinated thing to bring attention to like hey look at Aust- all of australia's litter on fire this planet is burning yeah we need to focus on blah 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 but australia struck back going all right we need to fight these fires we need water there's more camels in australia than the rest of the world combined okay they're not indigenous they were imported and they just kind of thrive down there it just worked it's a fucking giant desert um <laughs> so uh the officials in australia their plan is now to gut the camels? They're killing. Their plan is to kill 10,000 camels. They started on Wednesday. And oh, they did it? There's a guy, There's just teams of dudes in helicopters just taking out camels with sniper rifles. All right. <laughs> and they're using... How's it working? Because <laughs> I know they hold a lot of water. <laughs> That's a myth. They, uh, they don't store water in their humps. They're just... Um, they burn water really efficiently, I think. Okay. But the whole thing so is... So why are they killing them? No, they're essentially just cattle. Like uh, They're just getting rid of certain animals that drink too yeah, much water? Yeah, they said like every 10,000 camels is getting like, you know, f- like, you know, 200,000 cars off the road or something like that. Wh- whatever. They're taking yeah, like up- the idea you should go vegan because one farm creates X amount of greenhouse gases and therefore... Well, forget the fact like, you oh, if you go vegan, patty. if you go vegan, you got to get protein somewhere. So you're eating soy. Yeah. Cut to, down To the- grow a soybean field. So if you want to... If you if you're a omnivore, you're like I want veggies with some steak, right? You're you're killing one animal. But if you're eating tofu, they had to keep that soybean field running. They're killing everything. Yeah, they're cutting down a whole forest. They're killing rabbits. They're killing weasels. Or even gophers. Yeah, coconut hamsters. oil became huge in the last five years just for jerking off and fucking purposes <laughs> mostly. And I will say it works great, better than any sex lubricant i've bought so you're telling me this thing will fry an egg and i can fuck yeah with seriously it? but uh yeah there are all these bootleg uh coconut oil places who are just cutting down the amazon because like fuck yeah this oil's popular yeah. so yeah there's cause and effect to everything but uh I, I was just laughing at the fact that uh these climate activists are also probably animal lovers they're on that side of the aisle <laughs> so they're going oh let's just let's do a coordinated arson let's bring a lot of attention to this fucking uh this 13 year old swedish girl <laughs> this autistic idiot just rambling and then uh and it backfired they're saying like upwards of like 500 million animals have died wow there well, aren't like well it's it's didn't they say koalas are like technically in extinct one of those terms where there are still koalas but yeah yeah it's at danger levels um there are all these cute videos of firemen giving koalas bottles of water and it's adorable yeah well they they i think like this the stats all include like um you know like insects. And I was going like to say, small hopefully, rodents hopefully and stuff. it's killing off all those terrifying spiders I hear about <laughs> in Australia. I saw that, like, one of the stats, it was like over, eight, like, on the second day of the fires, it's like already 80,000 animals and 17 koalas have died. <laughs> You're like, why'd you? Koalas are animals. <laughs> um, because they're the cutest and yeah. least adaptable because they're high out of their minds all the time. Oh, yeah, have you or seen that? Drunk? The picture of the kangaroo stuck to the fucking fence. 
like Terminator 2? No. And there's a there's a picture it's like going around it's like a little wallaby or a baby kangaroo i see the one where the guy he's punches like stuck a in a barbed wire fence he's stuck in a barbed wire fence and he's just completely charred because oh. the fire ripped through while he was stuck to that fence and it just reminded me of t2 and sarah connor's oh. grabbing onto the fence she just gets eviscerated oh. but um yeah i mean you want to save the planet but you killed how many animals it's tough i don't know what to do man Oh, well. That's why I'm not saving the planet and I'm not killing animals. Yeah, my whole perspective... I'm pet free, everybody. At this point, like we, it's like that thing where it's like, oh, if you want to do something about the climate, you should have started in the 70s when we first started warning you. Yeah, you should have listened. We're kind of past the point of no return. So, And then also just like, you know, the social climate and this and that. It's like, oh, nothing's going to happen. Like I was saying to super, super producer Jeremy Beam uh, yesterday, it was like the Jeffrey Epstein thing where I'm like, I've been in these circles, like especially online for like 10 years now at least and then like you get slight uh vindication or validation for like believing in some of this stuff and you get little bits and pieces but it's like oh they buried that story or no one really cared even though it was on the news for two days or yeah even like the whatever like but, the anchor of abc was like i had this story four years ago and my bosses wouldn't let me said, tell it she said we had the clintons not a single person is going hey what do you mean by that yeah <laughs> everybody was like you leaky bitch loose lip sink ships you motherfucker but Jeffrey Epstein, the guy was without a doubt running a honeypot blackmail operations, getting people to have sex with fucking minors. Massages. Massages. Um, for political gain, for, you know, positions of power, you know, blackmail. You know, you get things done. He was a, he was a fixer of sorts. It worked for a long time. It worked for a, it was a great business, His apparently. Yeah, especially because everyone's like, no one really even knew what he did. I can't afford an island. Um, but, uh. Two islands. <laughs> Good catch. Um, but he, uh, if if nothing happened because of that, then nothing's going to happen. Sure. Like, the, it's in, in the era of, like, you know, 24-hour news cycles, even less, things just get turned over on such a rate that people don't care about what happened yesterday. Jeffrey Epstein thing, like, people are still, like, graffitiing Epstein didn't kill himself. Like, I'm still seeing the memes on Instagram. There so are if products. This, like, there if was... it has that much traction and there's no like uh follow-up on it then i'm like all right the wheels are off let's just have fun while this fucking ship goes down yeah i saw a christmas ornament with jeffrey epstein's face that said this ornament didn't hang himself or hang itself (laughs) and it's like you're putting that on your tree where you get your family to get like because that's what it is i have no no i want no epstein related ornaments on my tree or my menorah none but that's the problem is the disassociation you know what i mean where People aren't treating it as like, oh, no, these people like are heavily like ingrained in like the foster care system, for example, or like even just like kidnapping wayward children or like finding kids online and abducting them and selling them to like elites all across the world or just keeping them like in a stable so they can get fucked on some island so you can videotape it and get the president of Egypt to agree to something he wouldn't have wanted to in the first place. People are just going like, oh, no, see, it's a funny Christmas ornament. Yeah, we're (laughs) going to make a joke out of it or. Yeah, the whole thing is weird because even the information that's right information that's right in front of us, no one gives a shit about. It's very clear as a seven year old to go to SeaWorld and see that that's a cruel thing is to put a majestic whale in a tiny swimming pool. Yeah. Everyone knew Michael Jackson molested kids. Everyone knew R. <laughs> Kelly was fucking kids, and then someone just made a cool documentary. That's what it is. You gotta make it sexy. You gotta make a cool documentary. You gotta make it sexy, dude. It's those PETA people that broke into SeaWorld in like the 90s and they stuff stuff in the dolphins' blowholes so they die. That's not sexy. They're like, kill the dolphins so that... No, this is before Blackfish. But they're like, their whole thing was like, it's ethical. So it's like, it's more ethical for them to die than to live in in captivity. Yeah. But it's like, bro. (laughs) Only God knows that one, I suppose. I'm going to go fucking chuck a bunch of straws off the Santa Monica Pier. (laughs) Um, You got anything else? Yeah, this really isn't a hats off or gloves off, but it's an idea that someone uh, <laughs> okay. floated my way today. I was eating at Norm's. Shout out Norm's Shout with out someone. Norms. Hey, Norm's, open a new restaurant in the Valley. There's one Norm's in the Valley. Dude, that's a great Norm's. But it's always like an hour wait. The one, oh, see, I I was in, a, I went to a Liquid Zoo the other day and I passed that Norm's. I was like, ooh, I like that look of that Norm's. On but, uh, uh, Victory? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Somewhere in whatever, one of those. Tarzan or wherever the hell they are. But uh, so. This girl who I who I was eating lunch with, she's a really good singer, but I don't think she really necessarily like has a lot of songs or 
you know, mm-hmm. has written a bunch of stuff. She has a good voice. And she was saying, this is just an idea. Do you think this would work? She wants to be like a legitimate pop star, really good singer, but her music videos would also be porn. Like the music video would be like her getting fucked while singing. Hmm. What do you think of that? And then I told her about Wheeler Walker Jr., how he got, I told her like kind of examples of it. I was like, yeah. Wheeler Walker Jr. got porn stars. We got a sound effect for this? <laughs> a Wheeler Walker Jr. like paid porn stars to be in his music video and then upload it on Pornhub. Yeah. And then I was telling her about how a lot of 70s porn has actual good music in it and really cool theme songs. Yeah. Because they put some production value in it. But she's saying like, hypothetically, she's singing like a song like a Lady Gaga song. Or, you know, her song that's as big as a Lady yeah, yeah. Gaga song. But then it's also like a porn she's just getting smashed out yeah just what are your thoughts on that because i don't i don't know what don't to know. think if that would work if that's realistic yeah, no i that it's one of those things where you think it would work but I, uh like it's just the thing of like human behavior well yeah and i asked her too i said okay what if right now let's say i was i had music industry connections and i was a porn director would you film this today she's like yeah but i would have to release a legitimate song and i'm like well you're going to have to start performing live and get some sort of following before yeah. you can do this. I mean, even fucking Lady I think... Gaga was like Stephanie from New York, where she would just do like singer songwriting shit. Yeah. Jewel was, I think, I think she was always Jewel, but she always so did So they that. pulled like a Larry the Cable guy where it wasn't working and then yes, they went Yes, she should Gaga. do a Larry the Cable guy. She should call into radio stations <laughs> as a utility worker until they give her a fucking stand-up special. Yeah, I just don't know if that would work. I'm curious. No, uh, I don't think it will because no, of, me neither. because of the, dis- the disconnect. Because it was a great question People would posed see, to me. If she is like incredibly talented, I don't like she would have to blow up and then put out the first video where she's getting fucked. Because if they came out simultaneously, you would just assume it's a gimmick. Yeah, and I've I've heard her sing, but I've never heard like a song she's written or anything. You know what I mean? What? Uh, no. No, she was in the back of the norms. I was eating my chicken. So well, under the new uh, hats off, gloves off record label, <laughs> we should be able to see her fuck pretty soon. Hogo Records will make it happen. Hogo Records, follow at. And Hogo I think she Pol- listens to this podcast. So uh, oh, beautiful shout out! I love you. But, I love- uh, she's pretty open. Yeah, I'd love to see you fuck. I'd love to hear your voice. Um, I don't think I could be in the room in person, but um, I just don't know if it'll work. Send me the dailies. There needs to be more brainstorming on this idea. You know, it can't be that simple. Yeah, I'm assuming somebody... I mean, I love you. Thank you for listening. But I imagine somebody who's <laughs> like, how can I sell music? Oh, I'll get my ass blasted. It's probably not a brain surgeon. But also doesn't have music. It's not like she has a song on SoundCloud or anything. There's there's nothing at this point. Yeah, she's got a... You got I mean, it's just going to be... A, I don't think the industry is really going to mess with you. So you got to really grassroots this. Yeah. All right. You got to start from the bottom. Open up for some bigger acts. Yeah. You know, go on the road. Because I was trying to think about it where it's like Miley Cyrus doesn't give a shit. She has naked photos of herself. Oh, yeah. But she's she's... not being blasted. She's not being fucked in a music. No, she's an MK Ultra victim. (laughs) Her fucking father sold her to get a couple more hits. All right. Well, it's worth it. Achy breaky heart from her. The dude, her dad's more of a fuck boy than when he was an actual celebrity. Yeah, well, he's dude loving went, it now. He went away for like 20 years and then just came back with like a fucking Coachella hat and straightened hair. And everybody's like, all right, this, I guess this is happening. He's like 65 years old. Well, performing everyone, one song at Bonnaroo. Everyone for, loves that song. I've still never listened to it, which is amazing. I was forced to hear Baby Shark for the first time. I was upset about it. But uh, I've never heard whatever song he has down home country living with. I don't even know who the rapper uh, is. Lil Nas X. I'm purposely avoiding it. It's like um, two girls, one cup where everyone try, has tried to make me watch it. And I have refused. Where you should uh, watch Last Blood. Rambo Last Blood. Okay. Um, Pretty good. It's, Second to Last Blood. I doubt it's Last Blood. It is awful. Okay. But I'm sure you will love it. All right. But the song, that's like the main song. Um, oh, that hit? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to take myself down to something, something. I'm going to ride till I can no more. I don't even need to listen to it. You know what's a trip, too? It's an okay song. Elton John and Ozzy just released a song Released a song the other day. It's a little corny, but it's it's good. Is that how Ozzy like, deflected homophobia? Everybody just uses Elton John <laughs> like Eminem? Yeah. What is this? Who dat? Who dat? 
Oh, no, no, I'm not interested. And I've had people like try to secretly set it up like I'm drinking at a bar and I go pee and I sit back down at the bar and it's playing. So I, I think I've seen like a second of it before I did the. Yeah. Um, at Hogopod on Instagram, at Robot Spencer, at Mitchell Phillip, at Beam Jeremy. Uh, once again, DM or email um, hogopod at gmail.com, the roots of laughter at gmail.com. Um, or just, yeah, DM us questions, comments, concerns, corrections, hate mail, you know, the gist. Anthrax. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Hit me up. I'll give you, I'll gladly give you a P.O. box for you to send us sweet treats, poison or not. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.